finally got here. It was eight hours in the car, which is not too bad, but we're at the Sahara Desert. We're at, we're at a tent cabin. The sunset's going down. We're gonna have a great party tonight. And during this video, I'm gonna talk all about all the questions I get asked all the time. So stay tuned. finally got here it's amazing on this particular video i'm going to talk about questions that people are always asking me and the first one they're always asking me steve when's the company going to get back to me i'm telling everybody you have to be patient for those companies to get back to you if they really love your product they're probably going to get back to you pretty quick but please be patient they will get to you a guarantee and if they don't send them another idea be consistent keep on sending those companies ideas I'm in the Sahara Desert. I'm going to talk about all the questions people are always asking me. The second one is, are companies going to steal my ideas? I'm here to tell you, no. Find those inventor-friendly companies and make, build a relationship with those guys and make sure they are friendly and they work with inventors. That's the best protection you can have. Another question people are always asking me, hey, Steve, do I need a patent or not? It all depends on the industry you're in and it all depends on the company. The real big companies don't, I mean, they actually like intellectual property because they can enforce it. The smaller ones, the mid-sized companies, they know it's speed to market. They don't really care about the patents. If you have it, fantastic. If you don't, don't worry about it, but do file a well-written provisional patent application. That's a fantastic thing to do. In case you want to file a non-provisional, you can, or maybe they want to. So do it first. It's a great way to protect yourself, but realize all companies are different and you have to ask them, what do they need? They ask me also, Steve, how long do I wait before I get back to these companies? I sent it in and now I'm just kind of waiting by the phone. Well, don't ever wait by the phone. Ask them what their process is. Ask them how long does it take for them to get back to you? Just, it's really simple to do. But if you send it in, especially with those online submissions, which drive you crazy, because it feels like a black hole, it might take a little bit longer, but just follow up, be nice, be polite, and ask them the process, and follow up in 10 days, two weeks. It's simple. The big guys might even take a month or two. The smaller guys, you might hear it the same day, but follow up, be polite.
Okay, wow, here's another question. Do I need a prototype or not? Sometimes you do and sometimes you don't. I recommend using a sell sheet first to see if there's interest. Then you can always build a prototype if there's interest. Imagine if you had to build a prototype for every idea you had, you'll go crazy. But some companies, in fact, most companies, if they do like it, are gonna require some type of prototype. It all depends on how complex your idea is. So don't go crazy and don't believe everything you hear on Shark Tank is that you have to have a prototype. You don't. Check first, do a sell sheet, easy to do, sell the benefit first, and then if there's interest, then build that prototype. Okay, here's another question people ask me. I don't have any experience, does that matter? I don't think it does, companies don't care. What they care about is the idea you're showing them today. That's what matters. So don't worry if you haven't licensed an idea or not. If you wanna be a professional inventor, be, be a professional, right? Follow up, have good marketing material, make sure that company is taking outside submissions from inventors and make sure, right, you follow up and you're polite and you're an ambassador for all other inventors. Don't be impatient, don't go crazy, and don't drive these companies nuts by sending them bad ideas. Do your homework and make sure your product is a good fit for those companies. And also, here's one big thing. If you send them an idea, make sure it's a good fit for the company. Study their product line, study their mission statement. Don't send them an idea that they can find within two minutes on Google. That's what they told me. You're sending them bad ideas. Don't just throw an idea to a company. Do your homework first and make sure they're a good fit for your product idea. All right, can you imagine? I just got here, Janice and I, and I'm showing you a little video of these tent cabins in the Sahara Desert. They're really, really nice. Look at the bed in the background. They really take care of you. I really like it. I'll tell you, huh, eight hour drive. I'm pretty tired, but I'm going to go watch the sunset. And tonight we have dinner. We have dancing. We have a little bit of wine. We're out in the middle of the desert. I'm going to have a fun time tonight. Well, it's been a fantastic time. I'm, I'm going to have dinner tonight, like I mentioned. Janice is coming up. She's going to open a bottle of wine. And we're going to go for a little walk up the hill. And there's a great place to sit. I think you can see it on the hilltop there. Maybe, maybe not. That we're going to open that bottle of wine. I don't think you can see it. But I'm going to enjoy it. People ask me all the time, Steve, what happens if two companies want my idea? And I'm here to tell you, if that happens, congratulations, because that's not that common. But it does happen. If it does, take it slow. And there might be a time when they start to invest uh, time and money on your project. And that's when you might have to mention to either one of those companies, look, your, your product is very popular. 
and there's some interest from some other people just to give them a heads up because the last thing you want to do is burn a bridge. So if two companies or even three that want your ideas, congratulations, but you're probably going to need someone to help you navigate those waters because the last thing you want to do is burn a bridge. Another question people always ask me is that, hey, can I do this any place in the world? And I'm here to tell you, absolutely you can. But realize that the United States, they've been dealing with inventors for many, many years. And there's so many thousands of companies that want to work with you. Other parts of the world, they're still learning about product licensing. So I would recommend this. If you live in any place else outside the United States, try to license in the United States. And some of these companies are so big, they sell around the world anyway. So start there. And yes, you can file a provisional patent application in just about anywhere in the world. There are a couple places you cannot. So check with your local government and make sure you're, you're doing everything right when you start to file intellectual property. Now, that being said, I always recommend to start filing a provisional patent application. And you can do it anywhere in the world, just about in the U.S., and file later in the country you might be interested in. It's 7.20 in the morning. I'm up. I'm here. I'm going to be watching this amazing sunrise. Okay. I'm a barely awake, as you can tell, but I've heard that when the sun comes up, it's truly amazing. So I'm here. Let's see what it looks like. Was it worth the eight-hour drive to get to the Sahara Desert? I have to say yes, yes it was. We arrived just in time for a beautiful sunset and a nice glass of wine. Later we had a wonderful dinner and afterwards we sat by the fire with musicians playing. This morning we were up early for a beautiful sunrise and now we're off to our next 
adventure in Marrakesh.